Shalom and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. This is a recording of Rabbi Avi Havivi's weekly Sidur class. So we're talking about the extra Monday, Thursday, Tachnun, the paragraphs which come before the regular other day Tachnun. And a couple things, just a reminder that um, essentially Monday and Thursday were communal gathering days, market days, which is probably why Torah reading was instituted those days, because people came from their villages into the town for market. And that is probably also why, since the community gathered, they added extra supplicatory prayers, meaning extra tachanun. Um, Michael is waving. Alan is waving. Okay. Are you waving to us? I have. Yes. I just want, I want to make it. I did a little bit of research I want to tell you about. Oh, okay. You're raising your hand. That's what you're waving. Okay. Good. We'll get to your research in a moment. Um, so our, uh, again, just to review our, um, extra Monday, Thursday, Tachnon prayers are not the same as in the classical Sidur. There is some overlap. As we go through it, I'll point out what the overlap is. We started last week with the one, with paragraph one, uh, and also in Sim Shalom and Slim Shalom, the five paragraph alternatives are not exactly the same. I will point out those differences. Paragraph one or alternative one is the same, I believe, in uh, both the Sim and the Slim, the Sim and the Slim. And that is pretty much identical with the opening of regular, traditional, orthodoxy dur tachanun. Then we got off on a long tangent, which I bet Michael's going to jump, jump in on, on Baruch, because we talked, it started with Vahu Rachum. That's how the tangent started. And we talked about how Rachum means um, source of compassion or full of compassion. Chanun means full of grace or a source of grace. And analogously, Baruch, like in all our brachot, probably means full of blessing or source of blessing, um, as opposed to God is blessed by us. And my homework was I was supposed to look for a classical traditional source for that. Um, I didn't find one. The closest I came was Rav Eli Munk. Rabbi Eli Munk, who wrote a famous book called Olam HaTfilot, The World of Tfilot who's an Orthodox rabbi, simply just states it, you know, he says, you know, Baruch, just like Hanun and Rachum, means source of, and this means that God is the source of blessing. And then he proceeds to translate every single bracha in English as, blessed are you. So his translation doesn't exactly follow his explanation, but I could not actually find the classical source. So the fact that he says it means to me that it's not just a new thought from more liberal commentaries on the Sidur of the last few decades. The fact that he says it means it must come from some traditional source, but I was unable to find such a source, but it looks like Michael Harris perhaps was. Jump in there, Michael. I'm not sure when, when this was, but in, in this page I'm holding up is a copy from uh, the uh, complete Mitsudah Sidur. Okay. Before the davening even starts, one of the very early home blessings, that this happens to be washing the hands, which begins, of course, with Baruch, uh, they footnoted. And it says, the word blessed, this translated as blessed or blessed. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. Word blessed is similar in concept to the words merciful or gracious. Uh-huh. Like to God. Just as merciful means that he is merciful, the source of mercy, so too blessed means that he is the source of blessing. But then it cites for that proposition Abu Daham. Oh, in the Abu Daham. Okay, great. Abu Daham is in the, I always forget, I don't know, 1400 ish or something. Uh, that I can hunt down. Yeah, good. You helped me. I'll, I'll look in the Abu Daham. Okay. okay. The second thing that I wanted to point out was in the Sim Shalom for Shabbat, Psalm 135, which ends with Beit Yisrael, Barakumet, Adonai, Beit Aharon, etc. Uh-huh. In, is translated in as, uh, uh, praise. That's the way Sim Shalom translates the, the, uh, uh, see, Barakhu et Adonai, praise Adonai. Yes, right. Then that's footnoted by, I have the annotated version by uh, Ruben Hammer. Yes, uh huh. And, and what he says is, praise Adonai means proclaim the blessedness of God. The psalmist, and the psalmist be, began by calling on people, uh, to praise God. He concludes with a call to bless God. For some reason, it's just off the wall, it seems to me. You're because, saying that in his commentary, he, he understands Levarech as in most of the psalm to mean praise, to praise, and then he changes it to bless. Is, is yeah. that what you're saying? The translation does not say that. The translation in Sim Shalom continues to say, uh, the, the last one says, Baruch Hashem Mission Shohen Yerushalayim, Hallelujah, translated as praised from Zion. But he says it's, it's a call on the people to bless God. Okay. Okay. So the answer is Abu Draham, and I will work on that. Abu Draham is a medieval commentator on the Sidur. We all, most people grow up saying Abu Draham. Apparently scholars say his name was really Abu Dirham. Uh, he was a Sephardi, um, wrote a Sephardi commentary on the Sidur uh, in the Middle Ages. And I will hunt that down. Thank you. And I will continue to hunt. So I appreciate it. Okay. Thank you for your research, Michael. Welcome. Alan, did you have a hand up also? Or you were just trying to wave down so I would call on Michael. All right. So we did paragraph one and we talked about Baruch and we're going to we'll go on to uh, option two. And again, I want to point out in the traditional Sidur, the seven paragraphs, you say all of them. It's not pick an option. Okay. Um, but our Sidur editors, I think, realize that it's just too much for people to say. So they transformed it into pick an option. And then in the sim and the slim, option number two is different. They differ from each other. So in the slim shalom, it starts ve'ata Adonai Eloheinu. That's page 60. And in the sim on page 130, we have Um Both of them have the core idea of continuing the same idea, please be merciful, please be merciful. Both of them are from the traditional seven-paragraph Tachnun, but for whatever reason, the editors of the two different Sidurim decided to pick a different selection as option number two. So option number one is the same in Sim and Shlim. Option number two differs, both of which are taken, however, from the traditional Tachnun. Um, I do want to point out that um, a significant 
difference is that in the Slim Shalom, they kept a passage which prays for your destroyed, desolate city. Um, it, uh, the second paragraph of Bet on page 60 says, My God, lend your ear and hear, cast your eyes and see our losses and watch over the city which bears your name, which is uh, not exactly full literal translation of um, open your eyes and see our desolations and the city which bears your name, meaning it clearly refers to Jerusalem as a destroyed, desolate city. Um, so the Slim Shalom preserves that aspect of the traditional Tachanun. The Sim Shalom, by choosing a different section of Tachanun, gets rid of that Jerusalem is desolate thing. Okay? Probably because um, it was felt to be not appropriate. It's interesting. I believe the Slim was edited later than the Sim. Okay? Which means whoever edited the Slim Shalom decided to put that back in. Jerusalem is desolate. That would be an interesting question to ask that editor. Why did you put that back in? Um, okay, then we go to choice number three. Okay, selection three, which is the same in both Sidurim. Actually, I take it back slightly. Oh, man. Okay, um, most of you don't have both Sidurim in front of you. And so what I will say doesn't really matter. I do want to say that choice number two, El Rahum Vechanun, in the Sim, has become choice number four in the Slim. Okay. And choice number two in the Slim, page 60, is just another section of traditional Tachnun. So two and four are for traditional Tachnun. Section three is mostly the same, and you'll see that in the slim, it tells you what it is. It is a selection from the Sidur of Sa'ad Gaon. Okay, so it's something that's not in the traditional Tachanun. Sa'ad again, about, uh, my recollection, about uh, 850 or 900, something like that, of the common era, one of the Gaonim. And um, if we just take a look at section three... It is kind of a different flavor, and we'll see why the editors of our conservative Sidur brought it in. Meaning, I, you can understand why they trimmed down something. Why did they trim something down? Length. Why did they um, give you, say, oh, just pick one of these to say, you don't have to say the whole thing? Length. All right? But it's always an interesting question. When they pull something new in, as opposed to trimming down the old, they substitute something new. Why did they bring that thing in? That means someone went to the trouble of hunting for a new source to add, and they obviously must think that source adds something that was lacking anytime something new is added. So it's always interesting to look at those newer sources and say, why did they pick that? What does that potentially add? So let's take a look at sec- selection three. You're at the Yihiratzon Milfanecha. Right, Hashem, treat us with compassion all the days of our lives, uh, assuage our fears, establish the work of our hands, heal our wounds, and save us from the grasp of our enemies. May weeping and wailing not be heard in our homes. May destruction and devastation not be found within our borders. 
pretty relevant today in a time of war. May we be deemed worthy and reverent when you teach us your Torah and enlighten us with your wisdom. Unite our hearts to revere you that we may prosper in all our paths wherever we turn until the day when you gather us unto you. Bring us to a more lasting peace that we may find tranquility before you in our daily lives and contentment at your right hand forever. And we, didn't, we're, we're, we don't really have time to sort of look at the Hebrew line by line, reasonably good translation. So let me ask you, what do you think this adds to Tachanun or why did a Sidur editor decide to bring in this new thing? We'd have to look at traditional Tachanun to ask why did they cut out what they cut out, and we're not going to do that exercise because most people don't have a traditional Sidur in front of them. But why do you think an editor brought in this prayer? What do you think, what, what does this prayer make you think of? What does it make you feel? What do you think it adds? It's a toss-up question. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that it helps connect you with God in a greater way. It's just like we're we're desolate, we're alone, but God be there and help us, protect us, and connect us in a unite our hearts to revere you. Just be connected no matter what's going on, be connected in a way that is positive. And do you think that somehow adds something different? To Tachnun. Well, or how, how do you think it adds something different to Tachnun? Because obviously the editor thought that this is a good addition to add. I think it's an expansion of the Avinu Malkenu that, you know, help us God, we have nothing, we have no deeds. Yeah. Here we are, it's like saying, yes, we don't have any deeds, but still help us and be specific with what's going on. And I don't know what was happening in 850 or 900 when Sadia wrote this. Probably the same old SOS, same old stuff. (laughs) You know, there was probably, you know, good days as well as like, you know, sickness and death and wars. So, you know, and, and joy, daily little joys. So probably the usual stuff of human existence is probably the answer. So hold on, Alan. Anything else you want to add, Alan? That's enough. Okay. All right. Michael? Yes. Uh, you remember that uh, seven months ago we, we were reciting a prayer in times of corona. Yeah. And it, it's not, to me, it doesn't seem unlikely that something was going on in his community of particular significance. Maybe there was war or, or fear of war, and he felt obligated to, to add a prayer that, that address that specific item. Okay. Okay. Good. Any other thoughts? What it adds? Yeah. One thing I want to add to what it adds is much of the Tachanun is the tone. And Alan, you sort of touched on this. You didn't quite say it explicitly. So I want to make it explicit. Much of Tachanun is the tone of, oi, 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 oi. Things are so bad. We got nothing. Save us. This is a somewhat, as opposed to this prayer of Rav Sadia, is a somewhat more explicit request for positive things that we want Hashem to do, right? It's sort of the agenda of like, what are you, what are we asking for? Okay, safety, worthy, reverent, enlightened, unite our hearts. 
So that which you said, make us closer to God. I think I just want to add or, or amplify that. This is kind of a list. This is more of a list of what we're asking for. That makes it a bit more optimistic in tone. It's not just oi, oi, oi. Much of Tachanun is oi, 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 things are so awful, right? It's the Jewish people are gathering in their market towns in the Middle Ages under the, under the, the heel of Christianity or Islam and saying, as uh, I think is Salo Barone, the historian who coined the phrase, I think so. We are the ever, it was some, some historian, I can't remember, who wrote an essay called Jews, the Ever Dying People, right? So the tone of Tachanun is we are ever dying. It's terrible, okay? Hashem, we totally rely on you. This is somewhat of a more upbeat, is maybe too strong a word, but a more positively phrased. These are the things that we're asking of you. Torah, in, say, yes, safety, okay? But also Torah, enlightenment, closeness, peace in our daily lives. It's more kind of, of a request about what we're asking for God rather than a statement of our situation is terrible. Everyone get that sort of nuance? So I think it's an attempt to have a more, if, if Tachanun is in fact supposed to be supplication, it's more supplicating, actually, rather than just a statement of how bad things are. That's my sense of it. Any last comment on section three that anyone wants to make? All right. Alter, uh, so passage number four is in the slim, okay, gray cover, um, is from the traditional Tachanun. In the Sim on page 132, it's actually something totally different. I looked for um, in the back of the Sidur what the source of this is, and they did not seem to list it. So this is another quote-unquote new prayer that is introduced into the Sidur, which is not there in the traditional Sidur. And um, uh, it doesn't say where it's from. It doesn't say where they pulled it from. Ribon ha'olamim yihiratzon milfanecha. And this basically says, may you accept my prayers and protect me from all kinds of bad things and lead have me lead a life of uh, dignity and goodness and open my heart to wisdom. So in the Sim Shalom, Selection four, the source of which is not clear to me because it is not cited in the back. Um, selection four is also a supplication, personal supplication. It's not in the singular. It is in the plural, but it's uh, asking for protection, but also other stuff a little bit similar to selection number three, meaning we're actually putting before God our agenda of what we're asking for. It is a true supplication rather than just a statement of miserableness. Okay. I think I, I, I know I caricature slightly when I say Tachanun is a statement of miserableness, but I think I'm caricaturing it only slightly when I say that. All right. So we have selection number four, like in the sim, the little fat one, like selection number three from Sa'adya, it's sort of God, 
we're asking you for this. Alleviate suffering and give us wisdom and give us peace. And it's a list of the things that we're supplicating for. Terry. A offside question for you, please. Well, then hold on. Hold on to offside. Selection five is similar, but different. So it is also from the Sidur of Rav Sa'ad Yaga'on. By the way, selection five is the same in the Sim and the Slim. Um, the Sim doesn't tell you the sources, but the Slim does tell you that it is from the Sidur of Rav Sa'ad Yaga'on. And it is also a supplicatory um, thing. Mine says it's from Sidur of Amran Gaon. Oh, thank you. I'm sorry. I was typo, typo, not typo. My, my misread. Thank you. Rav Amram Gaon, who is a little bit earlier than Saadia, I think about a generation before, um, also kind of supplicatory asking for the things you want. Yeah, protect us from the bad stuff. May we not become a source of gossip or derision. May our future not end in failure nor our hopes languish in despair. May we not be dependent on the gifts of others. But then grant us a share in your Torah. Save us from harsh degrees. Bring the Messiah. Avinu Malkeinu, do not turn us away empty-handed. Answer our praises. Bless the people who say twice a day, Shema Yisrael Hashem Alkeinu Hashem Echad. So like the Sa'adya prayer, the Rav Amram prayer, thank you for pointing that out, Larry, I missed it, is also a kind of a, 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 a true supplication. We are, I am asking God for certain things. Okay. So we have, I'm now going to summarize nice. much of nice. the traditional Terry, why don't you just link, uh, Terry, mute yourself from until we get Sorry. To That's right. So much of the traditional seven paragraph extra Monday, Thursday, Tachanun in our conservative Sidur has been hacked away. We are left with two of the selections are from that. And substituted for parts that have been hacked away are three selections, one from Rav Saadia, one from Rav Amram, and one from a source that is not identified in our Sidur that are, I will say, more true supplications and more positive framings of the things we are asking God for rather than just statement of it is awful. You know, the traditional Tachanun is like, it's awful. We're in exile. We're downtrodden. We're beaten down. Save us, please. These are framed somewhat more positively. Um, and again, everything is framed as just pick one of the five. Okay. Terry, and then we'll get back to, uh, Terry, then Larry, then Alan, then Michael. Okay, Sorry, Terry. it's my daughter's cats who were having no, 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 a conversation. That's okay. Yep, Terry. Quick question for you, Avi. Do you think it might be possible, and I volunteer to do this if you can help me find where I have to call, that we could ask one of the editors to come on to our class one time and again, for a very short amount of time and, and be able to hear their thinking, I think that might be really interesting. That would be very interesting. Do me a favor, send me an email, Terry, okay. and I will hunt, I'll try to hunt that down. I'll try to hunt one of them down. Okay. And happy to yeah. reach no, I'm, out. I'm happy to, I can reach okay. out to them. Perfect. That's a great idea. Okay. Um, right. Yeah. Cause you know, we can't really ask Rav Amram Gaon or Rav Saadia Gaon, what were you thinking? Um, but we, we could ask these contemporary people. 
It yes. would be fascinating. Okay, yes. thank you. Good. I'm getting off. Send me an email. Okay, Larry, you had a hand up, I think. Um, I didn't, but um, oh. I'm looking at the Ruben. But thank you for asking me because I'm I'm looking at the Ruben Hammer yeah. uh, version, and in the left hand column, he has a long um, English uh, extract from someplace I don't see where of Abraham Joshua Heschel. Okay, and that's not in. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Good. But it starts off emblazoned over the gates. Yes, emblazoned over the gates of the world in which we live is the escutcheon of the demons, and then it goes on. Um, so what uh, does he? What is that for? Is that an alternative? So just so everyone knows, for those who don't know, uh, uh, Ruvain Hammerzal, we have a, a there's an edition of the weekday and the Shabbat slim that looks like that, but is much larger. And it contains the, just the text of the slim. The text is not changed, but then in the side columns, it has a commentary by Rabbi Ruvain Hammer, um, on the Sidur. So, so Larry is saying that's in the side column. So Larry, does it say why it's there? Is there an instruction? No, no it doesn't. It's in a different color, a, um, um, I don't know, a, a daguerreotype um, color. Um, and it seems to me, but I, I will read it maybe if we're going to continue next time and come up with an idea or look to see if I can figure out why he has it. Why he has I think it. Yeah. I think it's like his decision to include this as a modern right. addition. Right, copy. so it might be, I am writing my Sidur commentary. I am dissatisfied what these editors have done with Tachnun. And so I am going to add one more thing that I wish they would have put in. So that might be the impulse behind it, because sometimes that is what the Sidur commentators do. All right. So take a look at it. Um, uh, 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 Ma- Michael Van Allen. Yes. I think that paragraph five in, in uh, Slim Shalom is placed last because it ends with Shema and paragraph seven in the traditional Sidur ends with, sh- with that same line. And I, Excellent call, Mr. Harris. I'm sure you're right, which was a neat thing. We want the, we want people who hear, um, I don't know, the Chazan normally doesn't say the end of this aloud, but we want people who are used to the traditional Tachnun to feel that it begins and ends the same way and that will have a certain resonance or it has a certain integrity, meaning the authors of the original Monday, Thursday Tachanun the group mind, whoever they were, thought it should end with we're going to end with that also. Thanks. Nice call. Alan? Two questions. Um, first, just the difference between Sadia Gaon and Arman Gaon. I had always thought that Rav Sadia Gaon's Sidur was like among the first of the written Sidurim that we have. And yet you're saying that Arman Gaon Rav Amram preceded him. and had uh, his- Yeah, now I always, now you got me, now you confuse me. I think Amram was before, either a generation before, although maybe he was a generation after, and that would be a, easily answered in the Wikipedia. Okay, that, that was just... But, no. they're, but they're generally seen as the two earliest Sidurim. Ah, okay. Yes. Yeah, right. Associated with Sadia, not with Amran. Right. So. They're they're looked at as the two original, the earliest Sidurim. Okay. 
Then, then uh, uh, just a, a clarification point what you're saying, because in this, in the slim shalom, the one that we generally use these days, and which preceded yeah. the, 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 the big, uh, the, the sim shalom. Yeah. The ones are there, we add the two sections from Rav, Abunga own in five and Sadiqa own in three. Yeah. Other three sections in the Slum Shalom from the original Tachanun? Yes. Okay. And it's only in the... I'm sorry, you're asking me about the Slim? Slim. Okay, so in Slim, selection one, two, and three are from original Tachanun. No, one, two, and four. Four. One, two, and four. One, two, and four are original, and they added in the two from uh, the Gaons. Yes. And, And in the Sim, it is... One, uh, give me a moment, please. One and two are original. Three is from Saadi, although it doesn't tell you that. Four, I don't know where it's from, and it's not cited in the back, which it should be, because usually when they bring something in new, they tell you what the citation is, and it doesn't, so I'm perplexed. And five is um, Amram. And I just did a very cursory look at the um, Wikipedia, and I believe Amram is earlier than Saadia sort of a generation before. But when when Sidur scholars talk about the earliest Sidurim, they talk about them sort of in the historical liturgy scholars, history of liturgy, they talk about them in more or less the same breath because they're, I think their Sidurim are something like, I don't know, 50 years apart, not very far apart. And these are by far the earliest written you know, manuscript, uh, uh, the earliest attestations that we have of an edited Sidur product. It doesn't mean that people didn't pray a hundred years beforehand. It's that no one wrote a Sidur, wrote a Sidur a hundred years beforehand. Whereas Sa'adja and Amram and Sa'adja said, I'm going to write out the Sidur. Okay. It's manuscript, right? It wasn't printed. So it's not like it was widely widespread necessarily. It wasn't like everyone had a copy of it. But prior to them, I, I don't want to say no one did. Prior, we do not possess any written sidurim that reflect a tradition prior to them, except possibly something found in the Cairo Geniza, which, as far as I know, has never really been fully published yet. So there might actually be something contemporary to them, or possibly even earlier from the Cairo Geniza, some written Sidur-like thing, but we don't know. Michael's got to go. Terry's got to go. Larry, no, I want to ask a question. Oh, oh, Terry, then Terry, then Larry, then we'll finish up. I actually, so I look to, um, so um, uh, Amram was the uh, Rosh of Sura, and um, Sadia uh, was the um, Gaon of Bavel. So, Right. Generation difference. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, Sura's in Bavel, right. But, Correct. But, yes, but, 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 but Amram was before. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Larry. More or less okay. want to say the same thing, which is, the, but is included in, in Reuben Hammer, Hammer's commentary. Okay, good. So um, uh, there is one more, adi- for those who dive from a traditional Sidur, there is one more addition to the Monday, Thursday. It's a uh, little poem thing right before right. Shomer Yisrael, which our Sidur has totally omitted. I'll probably comment on it briefly next time. And uh, I don't know. What does that mean we're going to do next time? 
I don't know. I guess we might go on to the Torah service or Ashray. I have to think about that. Any opinions? Any votes? We might actually be done with Tachnun. Okay. But uh, in the Slim, yeah. Avi, they have um, Shomer Yisrael. It's just no, no, no. A different prayer before. There's a oh. special Monday, Thursday, Got another it. little poem that okay. comes before Shomer Yisrael in the yeah. middle of Monday, Thursday, Tachnun. We've right. been talking about prayers that are before Monday. Sorry, right. prayers that are before the regular day Tachnun. Okay. There's another little poem before Shomer Yisrael that's set on Monday, Thursday, that's in the traditional Sidur, which okay. our Sidur has skipped entirely. Um, I'll take, I'll, 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 if I, if I want to do that next time, then I will, I will do a screen share so that everyone sees a copy of it. Okay. We're going to ring off. Everyone have a good day. Stay okay. healthy. Pray for peace. Amen. You have been listening to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. If you enjoy these podcasts, we invite you to write a review on the Apple Podcast site or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Temple Beth Am Los Angeles, go to tbala.org.